Good evening, Patriots. And today is Thursday, the end of March 23rd in the year 2023. There's a lot of truth that's starting to percolate up, and in so doing, it's it's starting to shake the foundations of so much of what people hold sacred. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people clinging on to what, I, what I'm calling dead stones. It's like the walls of temples that no longer have any life or Holy Spirit in them, but they're clinging on to them because it's the only place that they know where to go. And we have to have a lot of empathy for that as we go forward. This time is also a time of extreme stress and trial on our physical bodies. And it's therefore one of the reasons everybody needs to make sure not only are you getting good night's sleep, but you're taking good you're eating well, exercising well, and taking a solid supplement base to keep your energy up. We're very fortunate now to have Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition as part of the Bards Nation. It's a fantastic product. I'm very, very happy to represent it. It's a supplement that's made from all organic real foods. When you read the label, you're literally, it's like you're reading a grocery list. Everything organic done here right in the United States. And they believe so strongly in it that if you go to your first doctor's appointments following taking it for 30 days and the doctor doesn't say something like, whatever you're doing, keep going or do more of it, they'll refund your money. So this supplement is, it's one scoop a day mixed in water. You put it in a shaker bottle and shake it up. It tastes good and it's super good for you. Gives you quick energy and a lot of mental clarity. And each one of the food products in there has been selected to improve some aspect of your body. So it's very well engineered as a product. All the, all these whole foods are freeze dried and ground down and put together in, in this powder form. And like I said, t- it tastes good. So check it out. If you head on over to fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com, and you use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, you'll get 15% off on your purchase. If you sign up for their monthly uh, delivery, and it's what they call a subscription, which you can suspend or cancel at any time, but if you sign up for that, then you'll get an additional 10% off. So you can get up to 25% off on the product. Just, again, super product, and this is the a product that I've really been looking for, something that I feel very solid about that is, again, made from whole foods. It just all lines up with our whole intent as we try to transition back to growing most of the supplements we need. And that just takes a little bit of time to, for us to transition. But either way, this is one of these products that comes out in front as probably one of the best things we can be taking right now for the whole body. So check it out, fieldofgreens.com. And use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, literally the most popular promo code on the web. When you go below the podcast, you'll see a hyperlink button. It just says click here. That's It'll take you right to the website, and you'll have no problem checking it out. And it's worth trying it. I, I really mean that. It's, it's really worth giving it a try. I've been super impressed. And uh, you know, one of the things about supplements is they often leave like a bad taste in your mouth where they upset your stomach. None of this with this. So really good product. So check it out, fieldofgreens.com, and use your promo code BARDS. Well, one of the things that, like I said, that we're dealing with right at this moment is um, a high level of stress on everybody because so much truth is coming out. By the way, total sidebar on this. I don't know if you've ever taken chaga tea or taken chaga mushroom. Something you might want to look into. And I, I got turned on to it a little while ago. And just to give you something, I'm drinking chaga tea right now. And it's very earthy. It's, it's from the chaga mushroom. And it just has an overall immune booster to it. It's got a re- inflation, in, inflammation reduction in it. Improves your heart health. Um, lowers your blood sugar. Just a really good product. Plus they say that it, it starts to decalcify your pineal gland, which will be great because now like if my pineal gland clears up, I can like jump dimensions probably or 
or teleport myself somewhere. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be like, good with that. Hey, Patriots, before we get going, um, and I, I'm, we're going to talk into some scripture in a minute, but I, I do want to do a prayer tonight. We're going to, we did it today. We're going to do it right now. And then we're going to do it um, tomorrow. In a, I'm going to include this same for this individual. I'm going to include this prayer for them tomorrow as well. Melanie is one of our people in Bards Nation, and her daughter is very sick. And the word I got from Melanie today is her daughter's starting to improve some, but that means we need more prayer on this. And her daughter's in the hospital, has a pretty bad bacterial infection. So I just want to do a prayer. Let's ask that you'll join me right now in prayer for her. So here we go. We say, Father God, we just want to pray for Melanie's daughter and to pray deeply for her and her healing. We, we just are asking for miraculous healing, Father. And we know this can be done. We believe in it truly. And so right now we're just asking if all of our heart and all that we put before this, Melanie's daughter will just experience an amazing and transformative Holy Spirit level healing. And that what she's dealing with will just be cast out of her body. And that she'll start to recover fully in the perfection of kingdom as intended. And Father, we just ask that these prayers will continue as well with people through this evening as we keep her on our, our minds. And we also ask that this experience, no matter where she sits in her relationship with Jesus, that this experience will just bring her closer to Christ and help bring the family closer in whatever state they are in, whatever that means, just to help build that strength and that glory in Jesus. We just pray that, Jesus, you can just sit with her in the hotel room, be with her, present with her, and help her just heal whatever this is and cast it out and restore her body. And We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We need to do a lot of prayer. Tomorrow is uh, Bended Knee Prayer Day. Remember that. And I, I'm really, I have to tell you, I said this, you know, I've said this at least once this week. Um, we're having some serious prayer success here. And it's something I'm, I'm always love to talk about this because probably 60% of our prayers that we have been putting out have been answered, which is amazing in itself. So that's telling me that God's listening and we're doing something right. So let's just keep our prayers going and let's really hope that these prayers for Melanie's daughter tonight um, really do settle in. It's really wonderful. We have an amazing community. I, I just got off the phone with the Resistance Chicks a little bit ago and they're just, I get this all the time. I just use this as a reference point for you just talking about how unique Bard's Nation is because people are doers. I made the mention of this at the previous show at the beginning, and I, I want to just kind of zero in on this a little bit. This future that is being written for us apparently, which I'm basically thumbing my finger at because I'm not going to do it, is telling us that we're going to be in this technological era we're going to be having artificial intelligence in one capacity or another rule our lives. That we're going to be in this with the with the positivists, the ones that believe that this is going to be a glorious new horizon. It's going to be apparently, according to them, this all these secret technologies are going to be released, and it's going to be a golden age of technology. And with this comes this idea which came from a post I read in the last hour, that there's going to be an opportunity to have bots, which are short for robots, in your life, to start taking off some of the heavy lifting in our lives. Things will be manufactured by machines, and we'll be able to take off some of the heavy lifting so we can pursue our greater, higher desires. This is all garbage. I'm just going to say it. I'm not buying it. But here's the darker side of this. And this is what I found myself in an unusually unusual state of irritation after reading that particular post. And I really, this stuff doesn't get under my skin much. And it's not just because I'm, what am I now, 30 some odd days into a fast. It has nothing to do with that. It just literally was agitating my spirit. 
And I started praying on it. It's like, what am I not seeing here? And this is what I get back from prayer. And it's a very dark statement towards humanity because there's this particular post that I, I mentioned earlier, which comes from the account of Vincent Kennedy on Twitter. When I read the comments, I was stunned. I could not believe how many people were excited about having a robot in their life to take away the... I just read something I'll share with you in a minute. You guys are funny. You cracked me up. It's on chat. Um, all right. I just, I'll get back to that. Who just wrote? The, I, I was feeling grumpy. Be, uh, that was my alert, my first two words, because I said I wasn't agitated. And they said, it's because you tortured yourself last night with a nacho video. That was a good video, by the way. That was like barbecue nachos. We were doing it late night. Oh, my gosh. The nacho video was like off the rails. Can you imagine? It was garbage can nachos. They have like this little garbage can, and they built this nacho layer by layer with barbecued pork and all this other stuff, and then tips it over, and it's just like melted cheese and all this other stuff. Yeah. Anyway, like you, you have one bite of that, and you're like, oh, man, I'm in the gym for another hour. That sort of nachos, right? No messing around with those nachos. It's good. But no, that's not the not the reason I got irritated at the tweet. But nonetheless, good comment, by the way. So here is here is what I'm getting at is that um, what people are revealing about themselves is that if it was legal, and I, this is includes people that are like, and you hear them out here, it's like I can't wait to get an AI assistant, and I can't wait to get a robot. This is how dark this is. What they're actually revealing when they say that is if it was legal, and use these words, if it was legal, they would have a human slave. That's dark, man. And that is where my real frustration came in all of this. And I mean, when I was taking it to Father, it's like, are we really that screwed up? And unfortunately, the answer is yes. We're, we're, we've drifted that far away from heaven and that far away from our love and Father to not even realize who we are. And instead, we're, we, since we can't have human slaves, people are looking for a slave to do the work in their lives that they created. I mean, when here's an example. You know, you have a, a ranch and you're like, well, man, I can't wait to get a robot that'll uh, like go around and with the offset mower and cut the grass. I mean, that's part of owning a ranch. Can't wait to get a robot to fix the fence. I mean, that's part of owning a ranch. And yet what people are trying to find is all these re reasons. And if you read these comments, it doesn't stop there because someone's like, well, I'm going to send him to work and, and have him do the work that I'm doing. All of this is pointing to a meaninglessness in society. The people do not, and it's what I've called right work. They're not doing value work in their lives. It's meaningful to their physical body and to their soul. And so everything becomes about a pursuit of kind of trying to find this higher purpose in life, which is our gifts and talents. And the way you find that is letting God lead you. This takes me back to the comment that Resistance Chicks talked about Bard's Nation, which is, like, and the, Michelle was saying, it's like they're, they're doers. And so this is what I find interesting. There has been a constant pursuit, at least in dialogue, since I started this channel, shortly after I started this channel, for people to pursue their gifts and talents and higher calling with Father God. Some have been very successful. Some are still seeking. All that's good. There's no, there's no judgment there, and there's no comparative. But imagine all the people out here that don't even haven't had that conversation. And so what they're being offered is, oh, there's a near future event coming that you're going to be able to get a robot to take some of these tasks off you so that you can pursue your higher talents. What does that translate to? And like I said, the first step of that is, oh, great, I can get a slave that has that I don't have to have moral conflict with to take the burdens off my life so that I can go do whatever. And ultimately, most of them, and I mean this, 
are going to get fat, lazy, and eat donuts. And that's the truth because human nature is not is generally not to excel higher, but unfortunately human nature is to descend to be lower. The amazing thing is when we're walking with the Holy Spirit and we're walking in that beautiful, nurturing place with Jesus and Father, all work that we do has purpose. And as we shape that around whatever calling God has put on our heart, our lives transform around that. We're not looking to replace it. I could, could you imagine like, man, I can't wait to get a bot that'll sit in my chair and do my podcast. I mean, that's insanity. There is a real joy that comes from doing the work that God puts on your heart. And then as he works with you, he adds more and more to it. And as we add more to it, we find that we're able to take on more tasks. The thing that I find interesting is as we've gone through this process, I've walked my own path the last three years, is that every time I turn around, God says, adds a little bit more. And I, my first reaction is, where am I going to find the time? And pretty soon I'm finding the time. That's working within the blessings of heaven. But what's happening over here is there's this whole dissatisfaction in a world. I would argue that most, and by the comments that I read tonight, which were many, it was like a hundred comments. And I realize that's just a small sampling, but it's, it's the consistency of the sampling is what I'm getting at. How many people were like, this is, I can't wait for this. Those people, most of those are not Christian. I can tell you that just by their comments. There was a couple that posted in there as Christians, and one being, I don't want anything to do with this, smart dude right there. But without purpose in our without connection to the Holy Spirit and without having God put on us a direction of what we're doing, or at least without us praying in to have him guide us, because things happen at different paces, different timings in our lives. But as we're leaning into him to say, Father, guide us, we may discover that actually what we are doing is our purpose without having to make a major change. But the fulfillment of knowing that God's working with us and leading us is what's so profound. And what I see here is a mass of people out here that are missing that connection. And so they're trying to replace it with an offer. And it's literally this. You can get a bot, i.e. you can have a mechanical slave you can now be a master over something, which is like being a mini-god. And then you can have time to discover and pursue what your higher passions and talents are. That's a little bit weird. And I guarantee you it is not fulfilling. And I guarantee you it's not going to be what God intended unless they get lucky. Temptations are the big thing. Because all of this is about temptation. All of this is about not being settled within your relationship with Father and being tempted and drawn away to something that's that shiny silver object, that thing that draws us away. And right now, we're all vulnerable to that if we don't stay tight with our relationship in Father. This world that we're in is a chaotic world by design. It's intended to be throwing things at you left and right, hitting you in your mental capacities every angle you can, confusing your discernment, destabilizing you in your walk, making you doubt. I mean, the greatest gift the devil has is making us believe we can't or making us believe we're inferior. And then in the gap that that creates, the devil steps in and says, I've got a bargain for you. I can make your life easier by this. Anytime we start to hear life being easier or convenience, that generally isn't God. Matthew 4. Then Jesus led up to the Spirit. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he then became hungry, and the tempter came to him and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command all of, those, all of these stones become bread. 
But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of his mouth of God. Out of the mouth of God. We are in a place very similar to that right now. Metaphorically, people are feeling hungry. They're hungry for a return to, quote, normal, whatever that is. They're hungry for stability. They're hungry for a promise that they can hang on to. They're hungry for a savior. And with that, they're open then to the suggestions of the devil. It's going to, it's happening before us. I mean, I'll change these words for the sake of this conversation. The point is, it's things like, if you continue down that path, you're not worthy, but let me show you a way that you can be worthy. I can nurture you. By, You can fulfill your dreams by becoming a girl. You can get rid of your fear if you just take the shot. See, all these things are the trickeries of the, of the temptations offered by the devil. And all of that pivots off of the same place. Literally, we've talked about this in the center point of this for over three years. Once COVID rolled out, what became evident immediately was that people were choosing salvation through a needle rather than salvation through Christ. Man, that was unpopular when I said it. But they didn't have the faith and trust in their Lord and Savior. And so they were hungry for something for hungry to fulfill to take away their fear. All they had to do was lean into God and trust in him because everything is there. Fear not. There's you have nothing to fear with him. But instead, they turned to the needle. Continuing on with this. Then the devil took him into the holy city and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple. And said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear, they will bear you up, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. That's Satan quoting the scripture. Jesus said to him, on their hand it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Unfortunately, many did. And now plea out to him as they are suffering from the consequences of a shot or worse. The key here is as we're walking and trusting in the Lord, we're not open to temptation unless we have a weak relationship with Father. And as we build that intimacy with him, that trust in him, we learn to listen to the nudges and understand where he's directing us. It's not that we won't be tempted. It's that our discernment will be so clear that we will not be persuaded by the temptation. The temptation of having a Robot slave is massive it, because the word slave has been removed. Even the word robot has been changed to bot. And it's now a convenience item. And it's the promises that it will free you from the burdens of this world. That you, these nonsense things that you have to do, like doing dishes or pulling weeds. It will free you from this, and it will now allow you to pursue your higher self. And that's very much in the same line of what Satan did, tried to do in tempting Jesus. Continuing, and again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, 
Go, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and began to minister to him. Patriots, if you're one of those, I hope you're not. But the Nasera Gesera garbage is right out of that. That's literally Matthew 4, 8 to 11. There will be complete debt forgiveness. If you trust in me, I shall give you all of what you see. I will give you free debt forgiveness. I will give you unlimited wealth for all the rest of your times. If you trust in me, well, what do I have to do? Just put the app on your phone. Accept the digital ID. And when we ask you to, just obey what we tell you, like get a shot and a chip. The game has never changed. It's been here since the beginning, the same game that we're going through right now. And the temptations are profound. And the temptations always hit when people become hungry, in a metaphorical and or physical sense. Because Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights and leaned on the Father for his nourishment, even though he was physically hungry, his nourishment was still coming from the wisdom of Father. He was not tempted by the devil. Hunger was not enough to take him away. And if we're keeping ourselves in the right framing of this, We should never be in a place where we are hungry that leads us to desperation. And again, if we're walking in the Holy Spirit, we're not going to be. One of the great challenges, though, is fear. And there's a lot of subtle fear going on here. People aren't realizing it yet, but I hope they do. When people start to step away from things and try to say, well, we can't go there because... It's evil. We can't participate in this because it's evil. The devil owns it. We're giving up territory, but worse is that it weakens us. We're now vulnerable for an attack. And instead of being authoritative and in control in the sense of kingdom, that we are the children of the Most High, We're giving up that authority, that dominion. There's nothing that the devil can do in this world that we cannot overcome through the Holy Spirit, through the love in Jesus, and through Father God. There's nothing. But if we tell ourselves that something is greater than us and we believe it, we're diminishing our relationship and authority that God gave us. And we're walking essentially outside of him. We're walking on the wide gate, the wide path. Then I'd say, yeah, there's probably a problem there. We have to meet people where they are, which means that as we're doing this and we're going to be doing ministry, we're going to go to places that may not be a place we would normally go. God will lead us there if that's your calling. Someone said to me today, it's like, you discuss things as though you're always on, you're evangelizing all the time. And I said, well, that's not exactly true. I'm I'm prepping my heart that everywhere I go is a potential opportunity because God's leading. And what I know is I am to fear nothing. So that means that as I approach a place, I have to prepare myself. I'm not going to walk into a satanic ritual sacrifice like, hey, yo, dude, you want to have a beer? Probably not going to do that. But coming in with the focus as Jesus met Satan, that focus and that clarity where you're dealing truly with the enemy, okay, be prepared for that. But don't step back from it, whatever that situation is. That was a little extreme example. But nonetheless, we can't give up territory. And there can't be things that we shirk away against because we're afraid. How else are we going to get to people 
to administer them. If you have a thousand people that have gone around some activity or something that they're doing that we collectively deem as, well, that's evil, that's the devil's work, how are we going to get to them? If we're going to step back every single time and we do it and we say, that's the devil's domain, that is not the devil's domain. All he's done is he's wormed his way into the, to the thoughts of these people. And we have to be bold enough to break that and step into that and say, look, I'm here. Well, you need to worship with us. I'm not doing that. I'm worship- I walk with Jesus. And then start talking to them about Jesus. Watch those devils, watch those demons come casting out the minute you do that. I swear they'll be spitting fire. And that's good. Bring it. There just isn't places that we should be afraid of going if we're walking truly with the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm, I'm going to qualify that. God may not want you to go there. I get that. And I'm not encouraging, like, you know, repelling into a vitriol snake pit with vipers. I don't think that's probably going to work out well. You're not Paul. You're not putting your hand in the fire. And if, you know, it's like sleeping with a black adder. I don't think that that's going to turn out well. But if God's led you and is with you, and that's where your life has brought you to a place where you're literally going to have to step inside the fiery furnace, God's going to be with you. The whole point is, as we walk and we're led by Father, there's nothing before us that we should fear. Unless we've let our heart be hungry, empty, vulnerable. Use some adjectives. And we are open to being persuaded by the whisperer, the father of lies. And that takes a diligence. That takes prayer every morning. That takes putting on our physical, spiritual armor. That takes the strength and why it's so important to get used to hearing the father's voice. It begins with the little things. It's why we fast so we can get a clearer connection to him. Fasting becomes integral in our warfare. What we, we have become too soft with in our world is this idea that somehow we're not at war. We've been behind enemy lines since we were born and for eons. We have been in the middle of a war for our, as far back as we can mark in our generational history. Each of us, every one of our families. The the trap has been the idea that life is peaceful, life is good. As other cultures suffer, we've been lured into one of the darkest traps. We were supposed to be the city on the hill as a nation. And they have waylaid us one way coming and one way going. And once again, they're in the process of playing the same games. You have the elites at war, and they're trying to pit one against the other. And in the course of that type of politics, they're trying to loop people into what I call the Luciferian pendulum, which is to get you to choose a side. But it's literally the Satan's way is from dark to light. That is, that's Lucifer's light. God is pure light. There is no darkness with God. And we need to stand there. And as we do, this literally is a, it's a powerful place because you can't be rocked. You can't be deceived. And the more that you put yourself in that place of holy ground, which you proclaim, because it is as the captain of the Lord of hosts army did, neither, no, I am not part of your world. I am out of this world. I'm, rep- I'm standing with Father God. Therefore, where I stand, it is holy ground. When we stand there and we learn to stand there, none of this other stuff touches us because we have literally made a choice to not be of this world. And then at whatever whispers come to you to lead you to do this, to persuade you, no, we're good. It's not going to affect you. It doesn't mean you won't think it through. But the more that we refine that relationship in understanding how God's talking to us, easier this whole thing gets. And it isn't always easy. Remember, by wise counsel, we wage war. So it's important as well to have good people around you to counsel you. 
to give you feedback, people you trust. And in doing that, we get a feedback. And you also have to take that and discern yourself what that means. Sometimes people misunderstand you, which would be normal, and they're going to give you counsel that you may want to reject, and that's okay. I always take it like this. Someone talks to me, gives me something, I always take it to prayer. It's that simple. We shall worship the Lord your God. You shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And that sums up everything that we do. So in a time like this, when there's so much chaos going around, the importance of keeping our tight relationship with Father cannot be overstated. It's your tether to sanity. It's your tether through truth. I could easily see the world dividing in three right now. One is the darkness. That's basically the the satanic church. That's all of these crazies that want to that think it's normal to regenderify themselves or have sex with animals, whatever it is. That that's one class of people. That's Sodom and Gomorrah level operations right there. You have another group of people out here that I think are good in heart, and there's a lot of them. But because they don't have a relationship with Jesus, because they don't have a relationship to have an intimate conversation with Father, and for whatever reason that is, maybe they didn't grow up with it, maybe they've had a bad experience in church, maybe they've never been exposed to it, they're going to be easily lured away, tempted by the dazzlement and promises of a technological world. Why wouldn't you? It's normal. Your kids can go to school and they can be trained by an artificial intelligence that will be able to actually bring forth old personalities in 3D and people that are long dead in 3D and they can train your children and you won't have to worry about gender politics because the AI will be looking at their greater development and their education towards opening their mind. That discussion is already happening. And there's a whole group of people out here that are like, yes, yes, I don't have to homeschool my kids. This is good. I don't have to take that burden on. See, everything is always about cutting the burden free. Why are we so resistant to that? I, I, I'm just speaking of myself, not judging. But I'm one who seeks to add more stuff on. If I can squeeze in something else in a day, I will. And it, that's taxing at times. I don't mind saying it. And it pushes things to the left a little bit, or I guess to the right a little bit each day. Sometimes I don't get everything done, but it's there's constantly things going on. My dad's like this. He loves projects. And it, he's always loved projects. I love projects. I love doing things because it excites us. It gets our mind working. We're, we're dreaming big. But if you don't do, how can you know? So... These people in this center group are going to be easily persuaded into a technological future. It's going to offer them great promises, technological in- integrations and abilities to think big with the assistance of machines. And you can, you can develop your greater potential as a human being because the machines are going to help open up your capacities of thinking and cognitive ability. And you're going to be able to partner with them and we're going to be able to work together Because we, at this point in time, apparently don't have the capacity to innovate everything we want, but we're going to need the assistance of machines to get through it. That's just garbage. But it is a way in which they're being conditioned. It is literally both roads of the elites lead to the same place. One mandates, one persuades. It's the offer you can't refuse. Unless your relationship with God is deep and intimate and powerful. And you know that what he provides is greater than anything out there. That relationship, I wouldn't sacrifice my relationship with the Holy Spirit for anything. Like, uh, give, tell you what, we'll hook you up to the internet. You can have all the data you want. 
even put you in one of Elon Musk's fake spaceships and pretend to fly you to space. I mean, no, I don't want any of it. I just want more of what Father has to offer. More intimacy. More wisdom. More guidance, more pointing of where I need to go. And I want to be able to run farther, faster, and harder. That's it. And that's a beauty, that's a safe, a safe and yet not safe walk. When I say that, you never know where you're gonna end up sometimes. But it's good. So just the words for tonight. Build the strength in your heart with Father so the temptation doesn't become an issue. Trust in him to provide the discernment necessary and the strength in this storm. Don't fear. There's nothing to fear if that's an issue you're dealing with. Don't hate. There's no reason to hate. Have righteous anger. That's good. Don't take it to bed, though. Sleep in peace. Be rejuvenated. And wake up the next day. Polish your sword and hit it again. Let's pray. Jesus, who's asking you just going to sit with us tonight. We've made one prayer already, and we just, it's a reminder and just to restate those prayers. We just, we've prayed very much for the healing of one young lady who's suffering very hard from an infection. And, I, and this brings us to another point, Jesus. It brings us to a point where we're literally opening our hearts up to receive the blessings that allow us to heal, that allow us to cast out demons, that allow us to raise the dead, that allow us to do greater works. We're open to this. We don't shun it. We're saying, here we are. Send me. Because we know in our hearts that this isn't about us. This is about you. This is about Father God. And this is about bringing the miracles to life in this world that wake people up, inspire them to go higher, inspire them to go farther, inspire them to run faster, not in technology, but with you. So we pray for the blessings of these things to come into more and more people's lives, whoever they are. When the hearts are ready, the teacher shall arrive. Guide us in these times. There are so many people that are in need of healing. There are so many people that are in need of casting out demons. Let no one be afraid and timid to do such things, but rather be bold and step into the arena. So Jesus, we thank you for being with us tonight. Thank you for hearing our prayers. We say these things in your holy name. Amen. Let us not hold back Father. Let us not put him in a box. Where he leads us is where he wants us. And sometimes that's some pretty crazy places. This period of time is going to test us. It continues to each day. But if we disengage from their nonsense and focus more on the word and our love in him, yeah. Their trials that they're trying to put us through don't mean much. But what we gain out of it is more than words. It's love and intimacy with our Father. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We're at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow for bended knee. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again Dive into the deepest dead 
Oh, I wanna feel so.